Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Thursday, June 22, 2023. A Yaka Valley man was arrested for investigation into assault with a deadly weapon after an argument with a female victim. On Tuesday at around 7.30 p.m., county sheriff's deputies responded to a 911 call in the 7,000 block of Pawnee Avenue in Yaka Valley. Their investigation determined that inside the house, an argument broke out between a woman and a man, identified as Matthew Esquelbell, a 44-year-old resident of Yaka Valley. During the argument, the woman locked herself into a bedroom and called a third individual for assistance. Deputies say that Esquilbell hit the bedroom door with a shovel and attempted to grab the woman before she made her way outside of the home. Deputies say that when the third individual arrived at the home, Esquilbell confronted them in the front yard with a semi-automatic handgun and that Esquilbell pointed the weapon at the individual. The report states that the third individual and the woman left the scene and called 911. Deputies arrested Esquibel and served a search warrant at his residence, where they say they located a black and gray semi-automatic pistol matching the gun used in the crime, along with an AR-15 rifle, shotgun, hunting rifle, magazines, ammunition, and suspected narcotics. Matthew Esquibel was arrested for investigation into assault with a deadly weapon and booked into the Morongo Basin Jail on $40,000 bail. In lieu of last night's canceled Morongo Valley Community Services District meeting, the Morongo Valley Community Relations Ad Hoc Committee met at 6 p.m. at Covington Park's Multipurpose Room, where two board members and the general manager provided information and answered questions regarding the uncertain future of the Morongo Valley CSD. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart was in attendance and has this recap for us today. Comprised of Park Commissioner Christina Gorky, Finance Director Johnny Tolbert, and General Manager and Fire Chief James Brakebill, the Morongo Valley Community Relations Ad Hoc Committee did their best to enlighten attendees on the CSD's current unprecedented purgatory, since Fire Commissioner Michael Emery hasn't attended a meeting since March, and two other members have since resigned. By law, a CSD must meet once every three months without intervention from the county, and the MVCSD has lacked quorum for longer than that time frame, placing them in potential legal danger. While Emery had asked Chief Brakebill to postpone the night's meeting to June 30th, Tolbert reminded attendees regular meetings cannot legally be postponed, only canceled, then replaced with a special meeting. Despite what was previously reported, both Gorky and Tolbert confirmed they are available to attend this special meeting on June 30th, as the CSD's agenda is full of time-sensitive budget items, as well as motions to fill vacant seats. While doubts of Emery's ability to show up linger among attendees due to complicated personal family matters, Tolbert affirmed they are hoping for the best. Tolbert said, quote, There are things we just have to get done, so in my opinion, we're going to have to have a meeting on June 30th, because he said he'll come. If he doesn't come, that's just more information we'll have to present to the county supervisor, unquote. Tolbert confirmed the board is in discussion with attorneys regarding Emery's absentee status, as well as LAFCO, who say they have 60 days from the day a board member resigns to appoint that seat before the county intervenes. With President Henning's resignation on April 18th, Tolbert said, quote, as of three days ago, we have lost control of her seat, unquote. With Vice President James Whitney's resignation last month, another could be looming. Gorky and Tolbert said this conundrum could play out one of three ways. The county appoints a new member, Morongo Valley holds a special election, or the county grants an extension for Morongo Valley to, quote, take care of it, unquote. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. School may be out for the summer, but the Morongo Basin Community Health Centers are encouraging parents to get a jump on mandatory back-to-school immunizations and physicals. Reporter Mike Lipsitz tells us where students can get both done now. 
The Morongo Basin Community Health Centers in Yucca Valley and 29 Palms will provide back-to-school immunizations and physicals from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. this Friday and again on Monday. On Friday, June 23rd, students can go to the Community Health Center at 6380 Split Rock Avenue in 29 Palms. And on Monday, June 26th, the immunizations and physicals will be in Yucca Valley at the Community Health Center at 58375 29 Palms Highway. Vaccines required for students include tetanus, diphtheria, pertussis, commonly known as Tdap plus hepatitis B, polio, measles, mumps, rubella, and chickenpox. Appointments are required by calling 760-365-9305. Walk-ins may be accommodated as space allows. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Mike Lipsitz. Mojave Noir returns to Joshua Tree tomorrow for a night of crime stories read along with musical accompaniment, all for a good cause. Local authors Brian Townsley, Renee Asher Pickup, Pamela Peary, and Z1077's own Gabriel Hart will be reading thrilling crime stories while the mood is set by haunting tunes from the Mystery Jazz Quartet. Dinner will be available from Chef Elka Wilder during the event, and all ticket purchases benefit Milltree, the local nonprofit organization that helps military veterans make connections and build community. The event is 6.30 p.m. on Friday at Taylor Junction, located at 91732 29 Palms Highway in downtown Joshua Tree. After more than two decades of putting on primarily musicals for delighted audiences, Theater 29 is making space for The Bard. A production of A Midsummer's Night Dream is currently running, and reporter Heather Clisby brings us this insider's perspective on the show. In seeking creative inspiration, I was once told, if you're terrified, you're on the right track. With that directive in mind, I braved the audition process and was somehow cast as Bottom the Weaver in the upcoming production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Thus, I am wonderfully terrified, but enjoying the experience immensely, especially in being a part of the very first Shakespearean production at Theatre 29. The director, Charlie E. Parker, is the force of nature behind the production. After 15 years as a teacher, she circled back to her theatrical roots and deep love of Shakespeare. I used to have a repertory Shakespeare theater troupe and I decided I wanted to go back to producing Shakespeare. So I wrote this business proposal and I sent it to all the local theatrical venues. A couple responded back. Uh, one of them was Theater 29. And it was a huge thing because they had never done Shakespeare before and they've been around for 23 seasons. I had to wait a year for this to kind of be, come to fruition. So it almost felt like a dream in and of itself. Parker put together a 19-member cast comprised mostly of folks like myself who had certainly heard of Shakespeare but never in our wildest dreams or nightmares imagined performing it. They really just fill it full of so much life and sincerity which is what Shakespeare really needs because people tend to think it's this really lofty elevated thing when it's really not. It's very much an every man's thing. It speaks to the deepest sorrows and the greatest joys of the human condition that we all feel. While there are elements of heartbreak in the 428-year-old play, A Midsummer Night's Dream is arguably Shakespeare's most famous comedy and his most widely performed play. I chose a comedy over a tragedy. People need a good laugh these days. We've had a rough 
several years and who doesn't love fairies? Midsummer Night's Dream just seemed very fitting, especially for the desert here. This is sort of a magic to the natural landscape. Artist Kevin Madry created a magical forest and an Athens scene for the set. So we are going to be using blacklight reactive makeup and costumes and set artistry to sort of make the magic of this play come alive. We beseech you to secure tickets to the famous tale of lover's bliss, scheming kings, pranking fairies, and dreams beyond comprehension. A Midsummer Night's Dream runs June 16th through June 25th. To buy tickets, look for the link in this story at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077, this is Heather Clisby. And finally, the superintendent of the Morongo Unified School District will be the guest on the Z1077 Up Close show tomorrow morning. Well, new to our desert, Dr. Patricio Vargas has been an educator for over 25 years, and we'll talk with host Gary Dineau about the challenges facing modern educators and the past to present a story of our own local schools. Call in live with questions and comments this Friday at 10 a.m. for the Up Close Show this Friday here on Z1077. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at... 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.